Hey there, my name is Cole. Me and my buddy Kevin do a live comedy trivia night every Monday and Tuesday at a bar way up in North, North Canada. We say a lot of offensive and dumb things in between the questions, but since the beer is cheap, people keep showing up. And one of them told us that we should record it, and hopefully we become super rich and famous and I can buy a wig. If you like to laugh, learn, and maybe explore your body just a little bit too often, then welcome to Super Fun Time Trivia. Alrighty, welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia Tuesday at the Moose. Yeah! Sponsored by the fine, fine folks at Gateway City. Sorry, can you say that again? I couldn't hear you over the loud applause. I know. I was having a hard time hearing you. It almost knocked me over. Woo! It was so loud. Hot crowd in here tonight. And before we get started, I would like to let everyone know about something really stupid that trivia has had fall into our laps. So a couple, like a week ago, somebody emailed me and said, hey, my name is Derek. I work for Manscaped. And I would like to sponsor you your podcast for ball and dick razors. So naturally, we asked for a dick pic. <laughs> he did not send us a dick pic, but he, he did send us ball and dick razors and underpants. And now Manscaped is the official sponsor of the Super Fun on Trivia podcast. So if for whatever reason you guys are on the internet, you're probably seeing all these Manscaped ads. Yeah. If you want to buy ball and dick trimmers... You can go on Manscaped, and you can use the promo code EGGS, E-G-G-S, like how smooth your ball and dicks are going to be. EGGS. And you get 20% off if you want to buy ball and dick razors. This isn't Dude. a joke. If you actually want to buy ball and dick razors, go to manscaped.com. EGGS. EGGS. You can, you can bring these things on an airplane. You can shave your dick on an airplane. Where are we? The future? Pretty much the future. If this is your first time here, the way that it works is pretty simple. There are four rounds of trivia. There are three general knowledge rounds and one music round. The theme of tonight's music round is going to be Kevin Gill's least favorite music round ever, other than when I eventually do the POD slash corn music <laughs> round, where yeah. Kevin will hopefully kill himself. Right. Um, That's nice. This is sex. I, I enjoy what we have together. This is sexy saxophone music round, so all of these songs are going to have saxophone in them somewhere. Hopefully I'll be drunk by round three and I'll enjoy it. The only rule of trivia is that there are no cell phones allowed at trivia during the trivia rounds. If you take your cell phone out, I will blow into it the same way that Kenny G blows into an alto sax. I love that you went the extra mile and went with the type of sax that, that Kenny plays. The liquid in my mouth. We'll ruin it like an old Nintendo cartridge. <laughs> That's what I did with the video game Predator, because it was frustrating. Sexual Predator. I spit in it and returned it. <laughs> Round one, question one. Round one, question one. A Orthodox Jukebox is a 2012 album release by what musician? A Orthodox Jukebox is a 2012 album release by what musician? It's an a uh, jukebox, but it's not quite orthodox. It's, it's not your normal juice bo jukebox. <laughs> it's not even a normal juice box either. Uh, I don't know why I said that. I ruined my joke. But not normal jukebox. What would that be? One that plays only the sounds of your parents having sex. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> play number seven again. That sounds like the pull-out couch. Boards up. <laughs> What's up? We're looking for Bruno Mars. We're looking for Bruno Mars. Hey, woo! Big deal. Play number seven. Play number seven. Question number two. 
Which of the following was the name of a Brady Bunch spinoff series? Was it A, The Brady Brides, B, The Brady Bus, or C, The Brady Band? <laughs> what was the name of a Brady Bunch spinoff series? Was it A, The Brady Brides, B, The Brady Bus, or C, The Brady Band? <laughs> Why are you laughing at Brady Bus? Come on. Why wouldn't <laughs> Why wouldn't I laugh at that? I don't know. Come on, the Brady bus. Greg? <laughs> hey, Greg, get on the bus. I'm not going on there. How do you think he had so many kids? He died of AIDS. That is true. I mean... That was a sad episode. That was a sad episode. Dad has AIDS. What? Me. Credits. Boards that we're looking for. A, the Brady b Brides. A, the Brady Brides. <laughs> All right, nobody getting that one. All right, a little... uh. A little before your time, maybe. Question number three. Here's one that there's no chance of you actually knowing the correct answer, but maybe you can just guess it because it's so weird. If a litter of nine rat pups is born on January 1st, how many descendants might they have by December 31st? Is it A, 270, B, 1,400, or C, 11,000? If a litter of nine rat pups are born on January 1st, how many descendants will they probably have by December 31st? So in a year. One year. One year. Is it A, 270, B, 1,400, or C, 11,000? Rat pups. That's what baby rats are called. Well, you can actually make popcorn with them. <laughs> by stepping on them. Roast them up. Yeah, it sounds exact same. Throw them in a basket and you can just uh. toss their little... Gooey bodies right in your mouth. I don't know why rats are so gross. Like, I mean, because they eat filth, I guess. <laughs> but so but it's you. like I picture them eating band-aids and stuff and like gross <laughs> things. But it's like they're just eating still good food that's just been in the garbage. Old pizza. Boards yeah, up. You know what I mean? Boards up. We're looking for C11,000. C11,000. Yeah, they're ridiculous. A litter. <laughs> it is. It, I get it. It's hilarious. Because it's a garbage of rat puppies. That's what it should be. Question four. Released in 1940, what is the only feature-length theatrical film from Walt Disney Animation Studios that breaks the two-hour mark? Released in 1940, what is the only feature-length theatrical film from Walt Disney Animation Studios that breaks the two-hour mark? Nothing since. Yeah, so it's a long-ass fucking movie. Yeah. And it's also probably, I would argue, their least famous one. Yeah, like, it. it's kind of famous. You've definitely seen parts of it. Mickey Mouse uses a two-liter pop bottle to sh shoot through and kill Minnie without the neighbors hearing. Right, and then he uses that same empty, blasted two-liter pop bottle to uh, discipline Pluto. I think that might be why it didn't sell that well. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Fantasia. We're looking for Fantasia. Oh, yeah. A lot more people do hallucinogenic drugs than I thought. Yeah. Congratulations. Question number five. We've got a sports question. Sports. This one apparently came out in a documentary about Michael Jordan recently. True or false? Michael Jordan's pizza that gave him food poisoning in game five of the 1997 NBA Finals was tampered with purposefully so that he would get sick. True or false, Michael Jordan's pizza 
which gave him food poisoning in Game 5 of the 1997 NBA Finals, was tampered with purposefully so that he would get sick. So you're the pizza man, and you're like, oh, you know what? I don't like those Chicago Bulls. I like my Cleveland Flapjacks. That's my team, and I want them to win. (laughs) I want the good old, I like old style. I want the good old Cleveland Flapjacks to do it. Not, not a single player over five foot ten. All the knees are bent inwards because of rickets. <laughs> we got a fella on there that won best layup in 1928. Boards up. Boards up. That is false. That is false. That's false. That's crazy. Everybody else believing true. That's insane. Yeah. Michael Jordan thinks that this happened, but they've interviewed the pizza the pizza owner, all the people that like were there the night of. They were like, no, Michael Jordan was just smoking too many cigars. Yeah, Mike, you had like seven cigars and you got the shits. You ate a whole pizza, Michael. What did you think would happen? Question number six. You ate an entire frozen can of concentrated orange juice. It was weird. <laughs> With the lid still With on. Lid and cardboard. That's going to do something. Question six. What video game features the antagonist GLaDOS? What video game features the antagonist GLaDOS? G-L-A-D-O-S. It's, I think, I believe that she... She sings a dope-ass song for you at the end, too. Does she? Yeah. With a birthday cake. and Yeah, it's great. I remember that the, the cake is a lie. Yes. That, yeah. That's a huge hit. Which does upset you quite a bit when you find right. out. But then there's like a whole song at the end. You should look it up. It's awesome. Boards it's actually up. really good. Boards up. We're looking for Portal. We're looking for Portal. Portal. Halo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Another one of those one-word video games. Question number seven. In 1929, the A. Ernest Mills sunk off of the coast of Northern California. Sorry. <laughs> of North Carolina. Northern Carolina. <laughs> Four days later, it resurfaced after its cargo was exposed to the water. What was it carrying? In 1929, the A. Ernest Mills sunk off the coast of Northern Carolina following a collision. Four days later, it regained its buoyancy and resurfaced after its cargo was exposed to the water. What was it carrying? So basically, the ship sunk. Four days later, popped right back up. Witchcraft. Bodies. <laughs> Obviously bodies. Lots of bodies. Its cargo was actually old-time voodoo witches that were stuck underwater and decided to cast a spell yep. to bring it back up. Boards up. We're looking for... It was full of salt. It was carrying salt. Salt. Baking soda. Yep. In a sea of vinegar. Uh, one, life jackets was, uh, I guess... I don't know. The life jackets got exposed to water... They were all faulty life jackets, luckily, because now the ship's back up. I mean, everybody on the Titanic had a life jacket. It didn't work out. Did not work out. Had they been wearing salt... (laughs) (laughs) Team number one, only one to get that, getting a salty butthole. Congratulations. Very nice. Have a little shot of tequila and give it a lick. Question eight... Oh, my God, that's gross. What is the capital city of New Brunswick, Canada? What is the capital city of New Brunswick, Canada? What is this, grade one? I can sometimes forget that the East Coast and the West Coast exist. There's just Ontario and then other stuff. Oh, I think, actually, I think, like, me and my girlfriend were were driving the other day, and I was like, 
remembering about being in New Brunswick, and uh, I was having a hard time. I was like, where the hell did I play? What's the big city there? What's even there? Are yeah. there people Yeah, there? and then I, I figured it out. So, yeah, I guess yeah, you're right. It's kind of tricky. Boards are looking for Fredericton. We're looking for Fredericton. Question number nine. Which of the following is not a real chicken soup for the soul title? Is it A, chicken soup for the soul in menopause? B, chicken soup for the women golfer's soul? Or C, chicken soup for the later day saint soul? Which of the following is not a real chicken soup for the soul title? Is it A, chicken soup for the soul in menopause? <laughs> B, chicken soup for the women golfer's soul? Or C, chicken soup for the latter day saint soul? I'm just a <laughs> so they're like, we need some more pages in this book. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> come on. This soul is in menopause and it needs our help. Yeah. I was like, I don't want to talk about it, you know, because I don't really know. But I'm just saying, maybe the last thing they want to do is read a fucking book about it. Probably. You know what I mean? Wouldn't they be happier just yelling at someone? <laughs> Maybe I could get some real chicken soup, Fred, you piece of shit. Yeah. As she hurls the book back yeah. at him on Christmas oh. morning. Oh, what's this? An anecdotal story from somebody in Hamilton, Ontario? Boards up. Boards up. You're looking for C, the Latter-day Saint soul. That's right. The women golfer's <laughs> soul. Well, this isn't a good one for male golfers. Yeah. You need to send this over to the subsect right. of the chicken soup for the golfer soul section. They hit the ball closer to the hole, so they don't understand <laughs> what it's like to be a man in golf. <laughs> Looking at the board right now, team number two has the lead with seven points. Team number three able to tie it up. Team number ten, well... We know you're here because we can see you, but you might be ghosts. <laughs> I'm hoping that you're just desperately grasping at your marker and your hand is just going through it. Otherwise, you have no fucking excuse. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Eating chicken wings, falling right into the seat. (laughs) Question number 10. Man, ghost comedy is my calling. (laughs) It always has. You have some of the best ghost jokes. In 2015... In 2015, French courts prevented a woman from naming her baby after what spreadable foodstuff? In 2015, French courts prevented a woman from naming her baby after what spreadable foodstuff? (laughs) Kraft Dinner cheese sauce. Cheese cheese Whiz. Cheese Whiz Mahoney. Peanut Butter Davis. There you go. It's like, well, she later changed her name to, to, better, to Butter Davis and then later became Betty Davis. Right. Hyphenated. I like that they were like, okay, listen, we got to step in here because that's not cool to do. You can name your kid Turok, but don't you dare goddamn you name your kid You can literally name your kid Turok the Dinosaur Hunter Johnson. <laughs> but you can't do this because it's stupid. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for... Nutella. We're looking for Nutella. What did you write? Pate. Pate. <laughs> I thought you wrote Pete. <laughs> and I was just like, well, fuck you, Pete. <laughs> Legally, that's not a good name. You definitely do. Ten. Nice. Good job, Ten. You did it. You know your, your spreadable food stuff. Team number two is going to be getting the win with eight points. Round of applause. Team number two, they are getting a pitcher of beer from the fine folks at 
Gateway City. Round two, question one. True or false? False. Cauliflower is available in purple and orange varieties. True or false? Cauliflower is available in purple or orange varieties. Maybe if you go to one of those super rich person Toronto stores. Right. Like, and they're like, hey, you want to spice up your crudite platter? <laughs> crudite? What? A crudite platter with broccoli, like veg platter. It's called a crudite platter. That's less exciting. Than, I thought you were trying to sell me drugs in a dark alleyway. Hey, kid, you want some crudite? <laughs> Only 10 bucks. It's a brand new French drug. It's purple cauliflower. Boards up. We're looking for That is true. That's true. What? Why false? Question number two. With over 500,000 attendees, what country hosts the world's largest comic convention? With over 500,000 attendees, what country hosts the world's largest comic convention? I'm going to give you a hint. It is not the U.S. of A. San Diego Comic-Con has, at its height, only had 130,000. So this is like triple that. Quadruple that. You just gave it away. What? You gave it away. How did I give it away? Who else is it going to be, Canada? It's Toronto, everyone. No. (laughs) The entirety of Canada comes to Toronto for one celebration. It's Rio de Janeiro Comic Con. <laughs> they kill all the homeless to make room for it. <laughs> yeah, you just get shot. Boards up. We're looking for Japan. We're looking for Japan. Japan. Yeah. I didn't think that not saying U.S. would give it away, but apparently. Uh, right. Actually, France also has a larger one than right. the U.S. as well. They have over 280,000 attendees. Right. Question number three. Surprisingly, North Korea also has a large one. <laughs> but it's all, it's all the supreme leader doing comedy. <laughs> Moving on. No, I'm going to let you stew in that one for a bit. Yeah. Question number three. We've got a sports question. Sports. sports. Who holds the record for the most coaching victories in the NFL with 347 wins? Is it A, Charlie Ward, B, Don Shula, or C, Marv Levy, who holds the record for most coaching victories in the NFL with 347 wins. Is it A, Charlie Ward, B, Don Shula, or C, Marv Levy? Kevin, I see you doing this with your shoulders. Yeah, if you would have put Mike Ditka in there, I would have picked that. Mike Ditka. Mike Ditka. Everybody would have picked Mike Ditka. No, so I feel like in If I knew anything about it, yeah. I feel like the coaches are a more big part like they're almost one of the players they show them on screen almost as much as they do the screaming with their little headset on covering their mouth i love it i love everything about it or just looking like a sad dad (laughs) that's pretty much what coaches are boards up boards up we're looking for b don shula b don shula wow that's a lot of people who knew who Don Shula is. Well, who he, is Don Shula? He invented footwear. Okay. Shula's. Right. Question number four. <sighs> Joshua Abraham Naranto was a citizen of San Francisco who proclaimed himself what of the United States in 1859? Joshua Abraham Naranto was a citizen of San Francisco who proclaimed himself what of the United States in 1859. You got to tell me specifically 
got to give me the correct answer, the like fully correct answer. You would have had better luck in Toronto, obviously. When you were in Toronto, did you ever see a guy by the name of Zanta? I saw Zanta all the fucking time, but like when I was in Toronto, it was like at his like height. Boards up, boards up. We're looking for. Emperor of the United States. Emperor of the United Emperor. States. Emperor, all right. Four getting it. No one else. Nice. T number four, snatching up Joshua Abrams' Naranto. Nice. Congratulations. The Emperor's new asshole. <laughs> Question number five. Tony Todd is known for playing the villain in what 1990s horror trilogy? Tony Todd is known for playing the villain in what 1990s horror trilogy? Tony Todd This guy's in a million horror movies, by the way, but this is what he's best known for. Not just a million horror movies. He's in a lot of fucking movies. I went to his IMDb. Dude. My finger got tired from scrolling. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's in a ton. He was in a Chop, chop Your Sister's Head Off with a Saw, one right. through four. That's right. Dawn of the Dent. Oh, yep. Yeah. Stabbed to Death by a Moose Antler. 36. He was actually in a uh, PSA about uh, accidental lawnmower accidents. Boards up. Yep. <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for Candyman. We're looking for Candyman. I will not say Candyman. the third time. Kev, Kev, what were you jotting? Ah! <laughs> no, that was Sir Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis got knighted by Val Kilmer in Willow. the movie Willow. Everyone. Yeah. Question number six, multiple choice question. Which of the following is a fear of imperfection? Is it A, kalenophobia, B, impretophobia, or C, atelophobia? Which of the following is a fear of imperfection? Is it A, kalenophobia, K-E-L-E-N-O-phobia, B, impretophobia, I-N-P-R-E-T-T-O-phobia, or C, atelophobia, A-T-E-L-O, Phobia. It's like looking at your knees. You know, ever hear someone complain they have ugly knees, and you're like, "Yeah, they all are." Well, all yeah, of them are. Yeah, I get pretty ugly knees. They look like a ball sack that's been tucked under I'm your like leg. Literally, uh, like an ugly everything. That's why I'm just getting covered in tattoos. Hopefully, that'll just draw attention away. I think you have a pretty soul. Well, that's a lie. I was saying that to make you feel nice. I couldn't even keep it going for that long. Yeah, yeah. Boards up. We're looking for C, a telephobia. C, a telephobia. Question number seven. I hope you die tonight, by the way. You hope you die or that I die? Either one. Okay. Either way where I don't have to see you again, I'll <laughs> take it. If I got to go or you got to go, one of us is out of here tonight. But what if we die together and we go That's on a cosmic journey? That's my biggest journey. fucking fear being in the Honda Fit on tour <laughs> is that we will fucking die together and they'll put our funerals beside each other and they'll never know how many people would have showed up for mine. <laughs> I'll add your shit in there and I'll be like, Cole, like, I get it. You think you're cool, but you had 20 people. I, like, like, I got the rest. <laughs> I got the other 6,000. But you wouldn't know for sure. But I wouldn't know for sure. I'd never know. You'd be like, did Nanny come for you or did she come for me? Well, yeah, me, obviously, just to make sure I was dead with that dull salad knife. Question number seven. In what U.S. state would you find the cities of Cheyenne, Casper, Laramie, and Gillette? In what U.S. state would you find the cities of Cheyenne, Casper, Laramie, and Gillette? 
Good job with the original names. I know. <laughs> Laramie. Is that the smoking brand on The Simpsons? I think so. Yeah. The two people sitting at uh, table 10 are actually from the place of Casper. Right. Because they're fucking ghosts. Boards up. We're looking for Wyoming. We're looking for Wyoming. Why would you know that? Because they're from Casper, Wyoming, Kevin. Casper, Wyoming. It's a ghost town. Whoa. Hey, -o. Hi. Still here. Question eight. What percentage increase in sales did bidet attachment Tushy see after COVID-19 caused a shortage on toilet paper? Is it A, 100%, B, 1,000%, or C, 10,000% increase? What increase in sales did bidet attachment Tushy See, after COVID-19 caused a shortage on toilet paper, was it A, 100%, B, 1,000%, or C, 10,000%? I watched this happen on Reddit, like when the toilet paper, that was everywhere. You know, everybody had a toilet paper shortage, and people on Reddit were like, hey, have you ever heard of a tushy? Well, here's what I do instead. It works just as well. Right. You finish, you go to the bathroom. You stand up, you walk across to the shower. Get in it. You, you bend your face towards your knees. You cry. You open and you spray. Hold on. Why are you bending yourself in half? It's going to all run down onto your face. Boards up. <laughs> Is that why you got pink eye all the time? Boards up. We're looking for B, 1,000%. B, 1,000%. 1,000%. Yeah, it was a ton. 10, Wyoming and butt stuff. Congratulations. Whatever. That's just clean butt stuff, though. It's true. Legit it, it, clean butt stuff. Yeah, saving trees over there. Question number nine. The Black Eyed Peas had a 2010 hit with the song Meet Me Blank. The Black Eyed Peas had a 2010 hit with the song Meet Me Blank. Meet me at your mom's house and we'll fight. Meet me for Thanksgiving dinner at Swiss Chalet, where we can cry about how sad our lives are. Do they have one? Like the turkey and the stuffing and the nine yards? It's I don't care chicken? if it's chicken or turkey. I really don't. I do. Boards up. We're looking for Meet Me Halfway. Meet Me Halfway. You guys look like you listen to Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> Looking at the boards right now, team number two, three, and nine are tied at first place with seven points apiece. Team number four and five able to tie it up. Team Qu 10, you're tied for last with, like, more than one team. But you have four points, which isn't bad to be yeah, in last place Yeah, you're over the top points. now. You're good. You guys could not get another single one, and you're not the worst ever. Question number 10. Prince Rainier III of Monaco married what American actress in April of 1956? Prince Rainier III of Monaco married what American actress in April of 1956? What kind of fucking cool shit did that guy have? Probably like... An All of it. An alligator with a diamond tooth? Yeah, his toilet was a Ferrari trunk. He just poops <laughs> in it and it peels off a cliff <laughs> into, the, into the sea. He's <laughs> just like... And then he's just like... And it just drives off a cliff into the ocean. And that's it. That's it. Every time he has to go to the washroom. It's a lot of Ferraris. Excuse me, I have to use the toilet. Opens up the trunk. I don't think Monaco has as much money as you think. <laughs> I just, I just uh, all I know of Monaco is when Iron Man goes there. Also, Monaco Lewinsky is from there, too. 
Oh, okay. Boards up. And that's where they invented the one-lensed glass. Boards up. We're looking for Grace Kelly. We're looking for Grace Kelly. Grace Kelly. Alrighty, we are back for the third round of trivia of the music round. If this is your first time doing trivia with us, the way the music round works is a little bit different than the other rounds because for each question, there's a possibility of two points per question. You get a point for the correct song title and a point for the correct band name. With regards to that, you do have to be 100% accurate on those. If you write The Police and it's a song by Sting, you are incorrect. If you write Sting and a song by The Police, you're incorrect. Same thing with the song title. If you add a word, if you miss a word, you are wrong. you got to be accurate on those. The theme of tonight's music round is saxophone. So all of these songs have a saxophone in them somewhere. Without a poll, is the saxophone the sexiest instrument of all time? No, I would say the, the didgeridoo is the sexiest instrument Easy. of all time. You're literally the only pl- person that plays a didgeridoo deep throat. <laughs> you, you make it look sexy. You always tell me to didgeridoo-don't. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why I'm afraid you're going to choke. <laughs> I practice. Anyways, here we oh, go. Song number man. one. You can just loop that. Dude, yeah. I mean, for 20 hours? Yeah. Well, yeah. night. Still get paid. Boards up. We're looking for Careless Whisper by George Michael. Careless Whisper by George Michael. I always think about the drummer back there going like, I'm sexy too, right, guys? Question number two. Oh, man. There's, I, I don't know what it is, but like I constantly think about if an alien came to Earth and you were like, this is a sexy instrument. Listen to this sexy song. Dude, he wouldn't disagree. It hurts your ears, though, kind of. He'd just hear like, manu, manu, and he'd be like, why is this happening? Or whatever, you know, like wherever their boners come from. Their eyes or nose, whatever. Yeah, their eyes or dicks. Grover. Yeah. What's up? Boards up. We're looking for Who Could It Be Now by Men at Work. Who Could It Be Now by Men at Work. Question number three. This one's going to be a hard one. It's the same And you always know. And you always know. So this guy's just following her around. So in the music video, he's just kind of walking behind, and then like you can tell that they kind of have a thing going on, and then at the end she says, walk beside me, not behind me. Oh, like she's dating someone that plays the fucking saxophone. That's hilarious. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Summer Girl by Haim. Summer Girl by Haim. Question number four. Here's one that I was like, I have no idea what fucking song this is. And then I heard it, and then I knew it, and you probably know it too. Makes me want to take my mask off like this. 
<laughs> I want to take like a, I want to take my wet mask off in slow motion and shake it around. If you're ever in a in a delivery room and someone's having a really hard time pushing the baby out, you're gonna want to play that song. And the second that hit comes in, that baby's fucking sliding out of there so wet. And it'll be like, I know that fucking song. What is that? It's going to shake its little, like, four strands of hair off. Oh, whatever. Stand up. Hop into some pajamas. Probably get a license to sell houses. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Baker Street by Gary Rafferty. Baker Street by Gary Rafferty. Or Jerry Dofferty. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. Who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is this guy? Cool song, but fuck you. Jerry Dofferty from down the street. Baker Street, as a matter of fact. Uh, question number five. Here's something a little newer. Something a little newer from 1989. <laughs> the last time anybody with muscles played a fucking saxophone. Give it to me, I'm worth it. You would never do that for me if I had a metal song with a saxophone in it. And I'm like, you gotta wait. <laughs> it's cause I don't know where I, I kind of remember where all the the saxophones are in some of these. I guess what I'm actually expecting you of is almost impossible. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Why don't you know exactly in every one of these songs where a saxophone comes in? I could have written it down, um, yeah. but, I, well, but I don't know what no. I'm gonna play for night tonight. Sorry. Boards I didn't realize. Up. Yeah. Boards up. We're looking for Worth It by Fifth Harmony. Worth It by Fifth Harmony. Wow. Other pussycat dolls. <laughs> Question number six. Here's an easy one. I don't know who the fuck that is. Apparently, I found out that he is the lead singer of, or sorry, he is the uh, he is the brother the intro guy for Jimmy Fallon's TV show. Yeah. Apparently. No way. I read it on the internet, so it must Holy be true. Holy shit! Dicky Barrett. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for the impression that I get by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. The impression that I get, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. The impression that I get? Song title. If you miss a word, if you add a word, you wrong. Yeah. I've been, I've been playing with these rules for five years now. Seven. Seven years now. <laughs> seven. <laughs> In November, it's seven years. Dear God. I makes me feel fucking old. Me again. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't died yet. Why did we get a Still clap waiting. for that? We didn't get a clap for the start of the show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck everybody. I know, whatever. You got to work at them. We're like a good massage. <laughs> Question number seven. Uh, here's one that I'm going to have to kind of track through it a bit to find the solo, but I know it's somewhere near the end. Here we go. Oh, yes! Never mind, I didn't have to track through it. I, I felt that it was exactly three minutes and 20 seconds into the song. I've literally, <laughs> through these past three years that we've been doing this, 
ever looked at you like a rock star until right there, where you're like, I'm going to have to weed through this and try to find that cool sax part. <laughs> Get out of here. So proud of you. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Never Surrender by Corey Hart. Never Surrender by Corey Hart. Duran Duran. Dude. No. Hey. No. Never. Never surrender. In fact, the entire premise of the entire song is the opposite of what you wrote. What if you just surrendered, Corey? <laughs> yeah. Actually, as a matter of fact, you I will never do You should always surrender. <laughs> just wave your white flag. Question number eight. I have no idea how this song even exists. I remember it with a very strange emotion in my heart from when I was in university. Oh, my God. But uh, What is this? Here we go. I'm not kidding, man. I've heard that <laughs> before. And I never would have thought that's what she was saying, but cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've definitely heard that song. I wasn't at like an ABC party at fucking Canador in the 2000s, You man. were busy raising your great-great-grandchildren in the woods. That's right. Future Yetis. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Mr. Saxo Beat by Alexandra Stan. Mr. Saxo Beat by Alexandra Stan. Question number nine. Kevin, do you know the TV show uh, The Mighty Boosh? The character Howard Moon? Oh, God. Do you? You tried to get me to watch it so many times, and I, I don't... Guys... If you're a fan of this show that I don't think anybody's ever fucking heard of, it's not that funny. <laughs> I just want you, you know what the guy looks like, though. Doesn't he look like this guy? Well, that's don't Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Obviously. Time traveling back to the 70s as a middle-aged man. Yes. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for Domino by Benedict Cumberbatch. Or Woo. Domino by Van Morrison. Yeah, uh, what? One, two points. Looking at the board right now, team number eight and team number nine are tied first place with 15 points apiece. Team number 10 is not in last place. You're in second you last. All you got to do is get the team number seven just has to get no points or one point and you'll be fine. But you have to get at least two to qualify for round four. <laughs> Otherwise, you have to leave. We should start doing qualifying rounds. That sounds like a great idea. That Kevin. sounds like a great idea. You know what? We actually don't want to write a ninth song. So what if we just got played some drums and then the other guys just came in and just fucking riffed yeah, on yeah. their instruments for 20 to 30 minutes? Straight. Yeah, our lead singer couldn't make it, but we know this guy, Jeff, <laughs> that plays a sax. 
he can come in here and track this thing, and we can get out of here and have a couple of beers. I know we have a sign on the front of the studio that says you need to wear shirts, but he won't. He will not wear a shirt in the studio. And you won't ask him to. Trust me. Boards up. Boards up. We are looking for Breakout by Black Sabbath. Breakout by Black Sabbath. Yeah. Tina and Nine is getting a bonus point for the overall, uh, winning the round with 15 points. Good job, dude. Which of the following is the world's most venomous snake drop for drop of venom? Is it A, the inland taipan, B, the saw-scaled viper, or C, the tiger snake? Which of the following is the world's most venomous snake drop for drop? Is it A, the inland taipan, B, the saw-scaled viper, or C, the tiger snake? I spent a lot of time on the internet watching scientists yell at each other. About that, technically, that one is not the most venomous because well, yeah. of its size yeah. or because of how much venom it actually injects yeah. or whatever. And to be honest, I got bit by all three one night bored on a Tuesday before we started doing trivias on Tuesdays. This was back in 98. Yeah, when you used to have your sex pouch where you would throw things into the pouch and try to fuck it. Well, wasn't I surprised when I had these three sons of bitches in there? I remember you called me and said, looks like I'm in a bit of a prickle. It's turned green. Yeah. Boards up. It's awful. Boards up. We're looking for A, the inland taipan. A, the inland taipan. You just fucked the whole round right there. This is our round. I feel it. You just, you just jinxed the whole table. You fucked yourself. That's what it's like being a giant. You could just do shit like that. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, what? Is it going to ruin your night? Not mine. <laughs> Not mine, because I'm going to go outside and inhale a few seagulls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go home and make love to a cigarette machine. (laughs) What? Is that something tall people do? Yeah. Question number two. Which of the following is not a scutomorph? A scutomorph is something that imitates the design of another thing. Is it A, the shutter sound your cell phone camera makes... B, the classic ring on your cell phone, or C, the gear shifter on an automatic car. Which of the following is not a scudomorph? S-K-U-D-O-morph. Is it A, the shutter sound your cell phone camera makes, B, the classic ring on your cell phone, or C, the gear shifter on an automatic car? So I'll give you an example of one. When you click the save button on your computer, and it's the shape of a floppy disk, it's not actually shaving it to a floppy disk. Floppy disks aren't used anymore. It imitates the design of another object to do the same, the similar thing. What? Which of these is not one? Oh, okay. So another example, like on your phone, if you have like a Sticky Notes app, it looks like Sticky Notes, right? Right. But it's not actually Sticky no. Notes. That's a scutomorph? That's a scutomorph. Man, I feel like we should have had a class before this question. <laughs> Done a deep dive into scutomorphs. I mean, it's A, B, or C. Let's just take a shot in the dark. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Boards up. Boards up. You're looking for C is not a scutomorph because it actually serves a purpose. It does something. (laughs) One, I love how shaky it is. It's like, just write it. I don't know, though. Question number three. He lost. Which author described themselves once as the literary equivalent of a Big Mac and fries? What best-selling author described themselves once as the literary equivalent of a Big Mac and fries? Meaning, you know, it's just, it's just a classic. That's extremely... 
Is that cocky or is it? No, it's not. <laughs> it's that's that's coming from a mouth of someone who's saying this. I fucking hate this. I'm filling the pig's trough. Boards that we're looking for Stephen King. We're looking for Stephen King. Tom Wolf. <laughs> you guys read way too much, nerds. <laughs> it looks like Stephen King, but if I went up closer, it could say J.K. Rowling. No, they actually wrote Steve the Klingon. Steve Klingon. Steve Kling. Question number four. Oh, Steve, Steve Kling. <laughs> Question four. <laughs> you like that? I loved it. What? <laughs> what country would you have to visit to enjoy a taste of hymatus honey? What country would you have to visit to enjoy a taste of hymatus honey? H-Y-M-E-T-T-U-S. Hymatus? Hymatus? I have no fucking idea. It's Russia, and it's another one of those fancy drugs that make your body disappear. <laughs> I only have a bone for a leg. <laughs> it's all gone. Crocodile? I thought acids would be a lot more dangerous as a Dude, kid. never. Yeah, right? Like, when I was growing up, like, it was like, hey, acid's that thing that might fuck you up forever. If you ever let a battery anywhere near your goddamn body, you're going to fucking melt. Yeah. Orange juice will eat you. Yeah, all this crap. You'll never be a fighter pilot. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah they used to say that you'd never be a fighter pilot because... When uh, G-force is tested, it messes with the fluid in your spine. You're talking about acid acid. Boards up. What? <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for Greece. We're looking for Greece. Greece. I think some people might have been influenced by my chymatis, perhaps. So a lot of Middle Eastern countries there. <laughs> Question five. Greece isn't Middle Eastern. West Eastern. Question number five. What video game has a character named Master Hand? What video game has a character named Master Hand? Hit your kids three. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is that? Hit even? your kids three. You never played that game? No, I haven't. Oh, yeah. It's like, hey, watch out. Hey, if you don't behave, I'm going to smack you in the mouth. And then the boss is coming. Oh, Master Hand. Master Hand. I understand. I'm glad you don't have any living you know children. What? Yeah. Like, I mean, aren't we all? Boards Just, up. What a pleasure that is. Boards up. We're looking for Super Smash Brothers. Super Smash Brothers. Ninja. Good guess. Wow. Before there was Ninja Gaiden, there was Ninja. The prequel. <laughs> <laughs> One man. A dark suit. Lots of rooftops. Two buttons. Ninja 3, jump kick. Multiple choice question. How many elements on the periodic table of elements are found naturally on Earth? Is it A, 80, B, 94, or C, 102? How many elements on the periodic table of elements are found naturally on Earth? Is it A, 80, B, 94, or C, 102? Oh. I know <laughs> that there is going to be people that are going to come up to me and oh, argue here this we go. with me. He's been researching it all night, let me tell you. Every time I, and I saw some of the names, I, I was going to say one of the names that I saw up there, but whatever. Uh, I don't want to ruin the question. I Just don't in know case someone's like, it. oh, yeah. I didn't know if nitrotonium Ooh, was yeah. one of them. Oh, sorry, I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> swearite was, <laughs> and we always got to bring that up now. 
Boards that we're looking for, B94. B94. B94, yeah. Yeah, aptly named 94-ium. As long as team number seven got it right, I know that I didn't fuck up. Question number seven. We got a sports question. Sports. sports. What opposing team did Babe Ruth hit his first ever career home run against in 1915? What opposing team did Babe Ruth hit his first ever career home run against in 1915? The, the Johnson Street Sluggers. I remember it well. So <laughs> opposing team and against. Opposing team against. A hint, I guess, if you don't watch a lot of baseball, is it's a team that still exists. Yeah, you know, we have to come up with something weird like the Toyota Macaroons. <laughs> This Kansas City Shiner guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does even that mean? The Denver Hot Dogs. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for the New York Yankees. New York Yankees. He was playing with the Red Sox. It was against the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Question number eight. What cereal was manufactured by Kellogg's from 1965 and has orange and green shapes? What cereal is manufactured by Kellogg's from 1965 and has orange and green shapes, orange and green pieces? I can't tell you oh, the shapes man. or else you'll probably get well, it right nah, away. I think you could. No, I don't I know. think you could, honestly. I don't know how popular these are anymore. Citrus Crunch. <laughs> <laughs> the orange is orange. The green is lime. The blue is toothpaste. Lemon Patrick's. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> now you're getting funny. Yeah. Come on. What do you got? Cantaloupe Steves. Lime Todds. <laughs> Boards up. Boards up. We are not looking for Lime Todds. We are looking for Apple Jacks. Apple oh. Jacks. You guys just wrote Apple, which is a... Yeah. It's a computer brand. You would have been... You would have been closer if you kept Ninja on there. <laughs> Apple Ninja. <laughs> I like that, actually. <laughs> There's a lot of different types of apples. It's true. What kind of apple is that? Ninja. <laughs> and you just have to eat an invisible apple. <laughs> it's <laughs> and then die. It's got a shuriken inside yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> Question number nine. What was the name of the lieutenant commander in Star Trek The Next Generation? What was the name of the lieutenant commander in Star Trek The Next Generation? Is that Debbie? The, that, that's not right. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. I actually know this because I fucking love Star Trek you're The all, Next Generation. You're all about TNG? It's something you could put on while you're falling asleep. The hum and the beeps of the Enterprise will just lull. And then nothing ever crazy happens. Sometimes Patrick Stewart gets a wig. Well, that's fine, but he's still got something important to say. Probably going to wake up with a lesson. Boards up. We're looking for data. We're looking for data. Fucking data. God, I fucking hate you so much. It's data. 
No, it's father, dada. <laughs> Hello, my name is Data. That's what you think TV shows were like before you were born. Data. It's the same. I don't know what I'm not seeing here. Where do you see a Y in there? Question 10. Looking at the board right now, team number nine has the lead with seven points. Team number four and seven able to tie it up with six. Team number 10, not in last place. You're doing it. Question number 10. In 2015, Volkswagen was involved in a scandal involving what? In 2015, Volkswagen was involved in a scandal involving what? Little known fact, all their cars actually had tires made out of puppies. Their surprise dildo passenger seats. <laughs> <laughs> the airbags were actually just made out of, out of uh, the air from old chip bags. So you'd be it like, was just old chips. What, what is it? It was 17 big bags of old lace <laughs> chips. <laughs> My child was killed on impact, but at least I had some salt and vinegar yeah, to, yeah. to rub in my own wounds. Boards up. If it wasn't for the delicious dill pickled chips that covered my wounds, <laughs> I'd be dead. We are looking for emissions testing. Emissions testing, not gas mileage. Yeah, it was emissions. T number nine is getting the win with a whopping eight points. Round of applause, T number nine. They are getting a $10 gift certificate from the fine folks at the Moose. And they are also going to be getting the overall with a whopping oh. 31 points. That's how you get it. 31 points. You Congratulations. Get it in secret. Like a ninja. Before everybody takes off tonight, I just want to thank you guys for coming out and supporting live entertainment at the Moose. It wouldn't be the same if it was me and Kevin making fun of each other up here. So thank you guys so much. Don't forget that we are doing this every single Tuesday and Friday. Super Fun Time Trivia is recorded every week live in front of an uncaring audience. It's also edited slightly to make it a little bit easier on your ears. You can catch past and future episodes wherever you find your podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and every other available place. It would mean a lot to us to help us get this bad boy off the ground. And if you hated it, Please send us scathing hate mail or tasteful news of your grandparents to superfuntimetrivia at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a question or a music round, send it to that same email. We might use it on the show, and if we do, you'll get your name said on the internet. And won't you just be the coolest person in the whole world? Thanks again for listening, and as always, I'm sorry, Mom. <laughs>